STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. What <laughs> fucking babe talk? I was just talking to the wife. Sorry. Jesus. What you gotta do? You gotta call everyone babe. That one gets you off now. <laughs> Doesn't get me off. <laughs> Doesn't get me anything actually. All right, grouchy pants. Well, you're late to the record by 27 minutes. So good start to Monday. Wait, what day is today? Or Wednesday, sorry. Monday for us. Well, I'm glad you're concerned and uh, you don't take into consideration my stress of the drive-in uh, that made it this long. You got your hippie music playing or you're listening to a podcast and you're just sitting in your car. So where's the stress? Well, because I'm fighting all the morons because there's an inch of snow out there. So everything slowed down. There's no snow considerably. here. I know. Yeah. I know. However, you got an inch of snow up in uh, Barrie. There was snow all over the place, but nothing, no way. nothing crazy. Oh, so it wasn't an inch of snow. Yeah, some places got eight inches of snow. How about that? And some did, got did one inch. Did you of snow. have to go through eight inches of snow? No, that's what I'm saying. It's so crazy that people just don't have it. My my primary route was uh, a mess. I got caught behind a conga line of salters, oh. and they were just salting. They don't normally conga line when they salt. But they decided to do. That's where all three salters go at once and clog up all the lanes and go at 40 kilometers an hour. They didn't. They weren't plowing. It was just laying salt. So that that was uh, the initial slowdown. And then I heard on the radio all the way down was accident after accident after accident. So I had to take a secondary. Well, it wasn't even my secondary route. It was my third option. Uh, you mean your tertiary route? Yeah. And it was shit. Everywhere it was. It was terrible. Then I finally get on my uh, backup route from my third backup route. And, you're, you're uh, back up to your backup? Yeah, and it was it was like 20 kilometers. Instead of doing 40 on my primary, I was doing 20 on my backup. So it was horrible. Then I'm like texting you uh, yeah, while I'm, I'm messaging you. I'm getting pelted with I'm messages. safely messaging you saying, you know, go ahead and let my relief go. I'll be, I'm on my way. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, he doesn't want to go. And he says, don't worry about it. And you don't believe me. No, obviously, yeah. Because all the people that don't want to leave work, that Yeah, happens, but there's right? also a lot going on at this time period. Is there? Well, there's... There's you on YouTube. Three different live events going there's on. There's three different YouTube channels you're watching at that time. So, yeah, you said, he doesn't want to go. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'd love to hear how you worded it. I said, my partner's going to be late. He says, don't worry about it. I, I believe, I feel there's a whole chunk in that sentence you're omitting. Mm. My partner's going to be late. You can go, but bruh, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm busy with my YouTube, so if anything happens, you know. But you can go. 
Uh, that's okay, Joe. I'll stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Joe writes back, oh, he's going to stay. He loves it. Oh, yeah. Sounds reasonable. Well, happy Monday to you. Or should I say, happy Pi Day to you. Why is it happy Pi Day? What's today's date? I don't know what you're talking about. What's today's date? I have no idea. March. Honestly. 14th. Happy Pi Day. Oh, okay. 3.14, man. You can give it to me beyond 1.4. Come on, you were a banker. It's uh, 3.14286444318. Really? That's all I can remember from my math class days. You just did it to like eight digits. Well, that's all I bothered to remember. What do you want? You remember like 20? Anyway, happy Pi Day, man. Okay, Google. What is Pi? Why don't you believe me? Tell me again. Okay, here goes. Oh, 3.14159265358979322. You weren't even close. I was off by one decimal to the thousandth place. <laughs> you were not even close. Good try, though. Almost uh, pulled the wool over your eyes. Hey, guys. Welcome to STC Pod, episode number 176. I'm Joe. Wow, you took that on such a hard the guy edge. I thought you this was an edit point. You uh, Cranky and uh, poopy pants over there is Bill, my co-host. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for joining us. What, why are we doing... Uh, enjoying your large coffee I got you from Timmy's? Yeah, As opposed large. to my extra large I got myself. With my free roll up the win. How Wait, did you get up to Tim up Hortons? Rim to win. If you were the only one in the room because you let the guy go. Don't worry about it. How did that I happen? I had someone get it for me. Hmm. That's questionable. Is it? Did you like uh, the movie Pi? The, the Life, Life of, of Pi? No, I d didn't watch it. Um, you didn't see it in the theater? I had the book. Oh, of course. Actually, I, I... No, I remember being out in the theater. I didn't have any desire to go see it for some reason. But... Why? What was uh, the immediate reason? I remember I acquired... Uh, a copy of the movie, wink, wink, but I never got around to watching it. Well, but I heard it was excellent. Yeah, it was. Oh, I I saw. I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it. You know, in the basement on the projector, and it was magnificent. Although I really wished I saw it in the theater, especially. I think it had a 3D release because some of the visuals were you gonna watch right, let me write this i'm taking the notes. visuals were crazy the mosaic stuff he was doing with uh it's like it'd be 3d because he was making like like visual paintings on the screen with colors and palettes and like you're looking through a kaleidoscope kind of thing and it was all just floating around coming at you it was really dreamy and wonderful Remember the good old days when 3D was through a pair of blue and red paper glasses? See, you drive me crazy. Are you being serious? How you would rather go back to... No, I'd rather not dimly? watch anything in 3D. Why? Is it the iritis that holds you back? No. Are you afraid it's your eyes are going to no, jump out of your that head? It's not, that's not how it's meant to be seen. You're not meant to see in 3D? No. Is really... You're not meant I'm, to uh, see in 3D. I'm writing down that show note in column A. Yeah, but riveting. 
just do it for once. Like a movie like that, hmm, it just it like it would have engulfed you completely. But for the record, I don't believe I've officially seen a movie that's been specifically made to be seen in 3D. Like say um you know, like Avatar or maybe Life of Pi or some shit like that, right? Whereas some movies, they throw in the 3D effect just yeah. so they can get the 3D building no, into if, it. if I'm going to the theater and I have to decide whether to go to the 3D one or not, I'm, I look up the movie to see if it was shot in 3D or if it was right just converted to 3D. Right. Good call. Yeah, but like you're missing out on some. Like I remember even a scene we saw Tangled. Took kids to see Tangled in the theater, you know. And there was the scene where the lanterns all going up, and suddenly in the theater because of the 3D, you're engulfed in all those lanterns floating in the air. Bruh, not interested. Anyway, I'm asleep at that time. Listen, I skipped the part. I forgot to uh, recap last week's episode. What is going on here? So, uh, for you listeners who missed last week's number 175, uh, entitled Iritis, or How I Learned to Use a Bidet and Loved It. Uh, Bill didn't believe me for uh, my reasons for my red eye, which have been justified and clarified by many community members. No, it has In no. the Cartridge Club. No, it has dot org. Uh, We argued time-based versus turn-based battles in video games. I think I won that argument. Uh, Tim Horton's coffee and why it sucks. Uh, doesn't explain why we're drinking it again today, but it's because I didn't want to stop at Mickey D's on the way into work. And good thing I didn't because yours would have been stone cold. 316, not 314. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was on the spot. Uh, Bill gets paranoid. I don't know what we talked about there. Uh, we argue over sleep again. So that was you... Uh, Twisting my arm to get the sleep mask. Hmm. We have two different birthdays on one weekend. Uh, YouTube screws over Transformers and Beer podcast for no reason. And then uh, we remember bidets and discuss how to use them. So that was 175. What? And Why? I'm just going to put what? that down into column B for my show note. What is going on here? Did you... What? Did your protein shake kick in today? What's with the new... What's going on? What's with the new fever? Oh, um, speaking of TV or movies. What, <laughs> what um, is with this format change? We no did not discuss change. this. What format change? We're just talking, dude. All right. This isn't Fandango. We don't plan stuff out. We like to keep people awake. All right. Well, I... I'm, uh, I'm happy, but I'm a little confused, too. Well, and it's probably because you showed up late to work, and now, you know, you got to catch up to a lot of things. No, I'm confused if I should be happy when our program moves a little bit more professional and rigid because, I, you know, I've fought for this before in the past where you fought me back. And I've got to say, in retrospective thinking about it, I think you were right. What? That whenever we our turn to the mic and addressing the listenership is not what STC pod is. No, it's not fun because we are, but I just thought I'd bring that up because of, uh, 
if there's anything you wanted to touch on. I know you, you don't usually bring content to the show. Um, so I thought I'd bring up some notes from last week in case there's anything you wanted to bring up that you may have thought about or, or forgot to mention. Yeah, no, it's great. But well, as, I was, as I was saying, um, so you were talking about Life of Pi movie. I cleared off, I don't know what you did on your days off because you don't text me or anything. But you don't let me talk in a podcast. Um, I cleared a bunch of movies off from my PVR. Um, and I don't know if you've seen any of these ones. Have you seen that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? No. You know, the prequel to the yeah, Harry Potter, no, right? No, no. I cleared that off, and it was weird. After I finished watching it, I literally saw a trailer on TV for the next Fantastic Beasts 2 movie, which uh, this one, I believe, takes place back in England over at Hogwarts. Was it fantastic? I don't know. I wasn't uh, crazy about it in the sense that I how much I enjoyed the the other Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one was more adult-based and cast. So... Oh, wait. Maybe I did see snippets and of And then the, the lead guy was... Is he, like, chasing around lost... Uh, animals. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that uh, here at work. It, that's... That's the initial premise of it, but then it it, it diverges off into a darker storyline. Yeah. Which was actually is the it? cooler part about it. The whole is looking really? for animals or, you know, these beasts was right. sort of uh, yeah. boring to me. Yeah, we watched it at work. You passed out. I don't remember that. Yeah. Anyway, you had the, who was the lead guy of that? I was trying to remember his name again. Uh, Eddie Fishbone, the third. Eddie... Raymond? Ra- Eddie, uh... Ed... Radjacket. Oh, my God. What is it? You're Eddie. right about the Ed part, right? Yeah. Ed. Eddie Fishbone. Eddie Fishburn the third, Jr. Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne, that's it. It's going Thank to you. My girlfriend, Siri. And then I, I killed off the, uh... That latest King Kong movie that they put out, like, a year ago or two years ago. Yes. Holy, that was, that was horrible, dude. Even John C. Riley couldn't save that movie. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, Although, thumbs up, it had John C. Riley in it. I watched the latest uh, Jason Bourne movie, finally. Yeah. Um, I think I'm done with that series. It seems to be the same thing every every movie. I can't remember anything about it, so nothing One of his, stuck with me. His girlfriend gets killed off. He's He's being chased by the CIA or whoever they are again. And he has to kill one of their trained agents. And now we find out that his dad was actually involved with uh, him becoming involved into this uh, uh, special ops training program. I don't know, I'm just tired of it. And then I was going to start watching Office Space, which I also had PVR'd. Um, but my PVR had started recording halfway through it for some reason. I'm sh- don't you have that on... I've got it on. I was too lazy to get up and pull out the uh, DVD of it, so I blew that off. And then I watched uh, a bunch of my boxing and MMA. And I think I freed. What was that? Two, about ten hours off of my PVR. They're just stuff that has been sitting there, and for some other reason, I've just been preoccupied or too tired even. Well, to ex- push a button on it to watch it while I'm laying on my couch at nighttime. Yeah, explain how you managed to have the, all this time because I know you have rigid 
schedules at home? I just uh, rigid family time where you're playing. After everyone went to bed, I I forced myself on drinks of uh, Caesars and pretzels to uh, stay awake and plow through a bunch of these till about midnight every night. But I'm watching all of this on my 50 inch because oh. my 55 is officially done. Um, I brought it into uh, a repair shop on one of my days off. Which I recommended you not to do that. It was only $28 for them to look at it. And your time. Calm down. Yeah, so we looked at it. It ended up being the power board. The power board? Is that what he called it? So Officially? Is that the technical term for it? Well, that's what it's called. That's power, what it's called on the YouTube. The YouTubes? Is it the power module or? No, it's a board. I looked at it myself after I took the back yeah. off the TV. And shocking, you couldn't fix it. Well, if me and Cousin Chuck can't fix it. <laughs> Let's take the back off this. <laughs> why? We'll look at it. <laughs> we'll see something. I told you why we did it. We were looking for blown capacitors, which okay. we would have replaced ourselves. Right. Because that's just a soldering issue. You have a soldering iron? I had one at that time when we took the back off. <laughs> anyway, so it was the 28, just to have them look at it. Labor, no matter how long it took, would be 165. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. At this place, anyway. Um, the power board was just going to be 100 and change. So for 165 I had set a cutoff, right? Like, if it's going to cost more than, like, say, three, 400 tops, then it's just not worth it. So it was going to cost me uh, 330 to get this thing fixed if it was just the power supply. After we put it in, uh, it worked, but we were starting to have um, some dark edges appear in a couple spots on the borders of the TV screen and those were caught there's two chips that actually light the TV up through the sides right and um, those were what caused the eventual failure of the power supply that's crazy so unfortunately those two chips would have come to uh, another 300 for both of them so with tax and everything, it'd be 700 and change. So we're just going to let it go. Yeah, uh, which I told you. Ultimately, your best advice is to not worry about having a TV in the bedroom. I will delete that from this record. <laughs> and put that note down in column A as well. Like, not, let's not get real. Let's get real. What's wrong with having a TV in the bedroom? Is it's not necessary. Everyone's got tablets nowadays and all that Fuck, jazz. You got your Nintendo no, Switch, all that shit. Shit on my phones or my tablets. I need an 80-inch TV in the bedroom. I'm not a fucking 12-year-old kid. I want to watch it on you something are decent. are a 12-year-old kid. You need a giant TV in your bedroom. You don't. Do you? No, a 12-year-old kid would be watching something on their tablet or on their phone. So what's wrong with a tablet in bed? No, I want a TV. Why? Because then you're lighting up the entire because room. Because I deserve it. If I want to watch a show, I want to watch it properly. You know I'm what? Not... I had the same mindset until I brought like a tablet into the bedroom, completely dark, and it's in its holder, and I have headphones on. It, it could be the size of a theater in your head. 
because of the image. Yeah, but if I'm watching crisp, a show with me and my wife the in image bed, image is that crisp. I'm watching a show with me and my wife. How in often bed. does that I happen? Wish. That doesn't happen. It used to happen me. quite regularly. It does not happen. Because you send her to bed immediately and you watch your stuff. No, I'm saying it used to happen regularly when we would both call out a night downstairs early to go upstairs and watch a show or two in bed and then just, because then you can just roll over and go to sleep. Yeah, I'm saying since that doesn't happen, don't worry about a TV in bed in the bedroom. It's just a waste of money. No, and you it's keep all, complaining you don't have money. I don't have money. And it's also, if she wants to watch her show... And I want to watch a different show. She can go upstairs, and I can watch it downstairs. Put, yeah, put your tablet on. In I the don't bed. watch shit on tablets. I'm not 12 years old. I was like you, like I said, in the same mindset as you. And then I actually put something on in the tablet in bed, and in a completely dark room, your mind still sees a completely crisp image. And it's only about two feet away from your head, whereas it could be on the far wall and be 60 inches. It's the same. Your mind perceives it the same. If it was a really shitty, blocky stream and all that garbage, I would say don't watch tablet shit. But when it's a perfectly crisp, like, Netflix show or something, that's fine. I don't watch Netflix. Or a good download. I gotta have my TV in my bedroom that I can't even put on, cause you get yelled at, right? Why would I get yelled at? If you go to bed at midnight or something, your wife's already sleeping, and you put the big TV. Why on would and I wake turn her it up? on in the bedroom? Then why do you it? have a TV in the bedroom? I would just Thank continue you. watching what I'm watching downstairs case on the couch. Closed. What's the next case, bailiff? <laughs> that doesn't make. Yes, and you're said, right. Listen, you sound so like... So save your money. You sound like Fandango. Save your money. It's ridiculous. Uh, well, Keep saying you don't have money, but you spend it like it's going out of style. I do. Have I bought a TV? No, we just, got the, we just got the one now. Good, leave it. Till we find a good deal. What good deal? A good deal is minimum 500 bucks. Yeah. Minimum 500 bucks here in Canada. Yeah. So you got 500 bucks, no problem then, apparently. Why are we complaining about no money all the time? That's what I'm wondering about. Yeah, I'm saying when you factor it out over X amount of years, it's not $500. There's no factoring out. It's coming out of your pocket in that instant. Yes, but then when you break it down over X amount of time period... You wouldn't even buy breakfast this weekend because you said you had no money. And you sat cowering in your little corner, shivering, hungry... Until I offered to buy you breakfast. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate it. I never said that. Oh, my God. Come I on. I said, thanks for buying it this time. I will buy it next time we're on, working on the weekend. How, how many times are you into my, like, kibbles and stuff in my... Well, in I my, like snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I bought some snacks today. I can't. I can't afford it, dude. Can't afford it, dude. That's all I hear. He can afford it. Dude, you know how much I like to eat. No wonder I can't afford it. So you don't need this TV. That's that's settled. Case no, closed. I'm getting another TV at some point. Don't. It's stupid. It's. I have to because it's too small to watch the 50. <laughs> it is not too small to watch the 50. It is. It is not. We've been through this already. People are like, guys, come on. 
There's 40 inches in my living room, and it's fine. Once you're used to it, it's fine. I'd like a bigger one, but I'm not Joe just going to go, Burp! time for a bigger so TV. I don't want, I don't care about it being 4K. I don't want a TV that's stupid 3D because that's bullshit. Just give me a standard. I'll take another 55, even if it's LCD, I don't care. You are complaining or about what having I have, LED. You're complaining about having a 50-inch TV that is too small. You know how insane that is? You know, like 30 years ago when you Dude. when getting a 32-inch TV was, like, mind-blowing? It's like, check out, I'm a 32 inches over here. Dude, we used to watch the TV with the cabinet, and then when that cabinet TV went, we'd take another TV from somewhere else in the house and put it on top of that cabinet and watch it. And it was so even a go. smaller TV. So there you go. So I'm used to watching shit. I love how you had all these rooms with TVs. As a kid, you could pull another TV out. Not everyone had that luxury. Yeah, yeah a little. We went in the room. <laughs> <laughs> a little. There were little, like, 15-inch TVs or whatever they were, man. Every room had a TV. Dude, Joe's my parents house. were so cheap, it was ridiculous. I don't think so. You had a room, a TV in every room. No, I... I my parents had one little small black and white TV. At one point, we were watching around. a black and white TV. Dude, you don't know how I grew up. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, all right. House of Insanity. Well, let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about those days. Mm. I'm sure everyone would like to hear what created this person in front of me. Uh, but before we do, we'd like to uh, promote... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Barry Game Exchange, Holy which macro. our buddy Haji is uh, running uh, Sunday, May, May 6, 2018. It's the largest video game swap in Ontario at the East Bayfield Community Centre in Barry. Runs from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Admissions 5 bucks at the door. Kids 10 and under are free. Uh, VIP is available now for $10. It's available now. People can go buy them now. Uh, limited quantities. Limited quality quantities, which is why the Barry Game Exchange is a good show because VIP is treated like VIP as opposed to other game shows like Waterloo where they say it's VIP and then it's anybody who wants it and we'll let you in 10 minutes before the show starts. Which everyone gets it, so really that's the opening of the show. Yeah. There is no general admission. Which is why Waterloo is... Pales in comparison to the Barry Game Exchange. Anyway, go to www.barrygameexchange.ca for all the details. Sunday, May 6th. Uh, 140 plus tables. The most oh. exciting thing you'll see there is all of the Cartridge Club contingent. Yeah, I'm not sure who's actually showing up for it. Meet your Cartridge Club heroes. Well, you will be there. Uh, yes, we will have a tape. We... You will be there. Will we have a table? <laughs> you will have a table for sure. Listen, I'm not just sitting at the table by myself. <laughs> no, a little bit of payback time for this no. round. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'll do it. Then I'll just close the table early and just walk around. Sure. You'll leave all of your stuff there? No, I'll bring it up to the car. <laughs> okay. so that's it. I'm done, fuckers. <laughs> I'm walking yeah. around. Uh, yeah, so check it out. BarryGameExchange.ca. That's thanks to our buddy Haji. Well, um, can I take a break from your script here and talk about stuff, or you got 
the next uh, 40 minutes still uh, lined up, ready to go. Uh, what else? Well, speaking of uh, Eddie, Eddie uh, Red Redbone, the yep. third. Uh, we just got pretty sad news today, if we can uh, reflect. Yep. I was surprised to see that when I came in. Me too. Uh, what's today? Wednesday? So I guess Stephen Hawking died last night. Doctor, mm. professor, extraordinaire, smartest man on earth. And uh, yeah, I couldn't, I didn't even know that was coming down. Just kind of happened. Heard it with my first news report of the day in the shower. Went, Holy mackerel. Of course, uh, they, Eddie Jawbone did a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what was it called? Um, Life of Pi. Yeah. And I did see it. It was really good. He put in quite a performance, which he won the Academy Award for. Did he win it for that one? Yep. Was it called My Secret Life? What movie did Eddie Redmayne win an Oscar for? I'm not sure if Eddie Redmayne won, but I can help you search for award wins by movie. What? She's brilliant. No, she's brilliant. Are you lying? Uh, let me. Uh, what movie did Eddie Redmayne play Stephen Hawking in? I don't really know. <laughs> okay, Google. What movie did Eddie Redmayne win an Academy Award for? I'm not sure. If Eddie, Eddie Redmayne won, won the Academy Award for Best oh. Actor for The Theory of Everything in 2015 and was nominated sick. for the Academy Award for Best Actor for The Danish Girl in 2016. That's what I was thinking of The Danish Girl. Wow. What How movie did Apple? Eddie Redmayne win an Oscar for? <laughs> I'm not sure if Eddie Redmayne won. What is wrong with you, Siri? Are you stupid? That is brilliant. Wow. Wow. Anyways, have you obviously have bought... Did Stephen Hawking die? Let me check that. Stephen Hawking was born the 8th of January, 1942, and died today. Oh, wow. Got that. You got that right. So, so he o- died today, then. Obviously, you bought his books and read them backwards and forwards. Uh, a Brief History in Time is the only one that I know of. I think that was probably his most popular book. Do you have it? I have believe s- I, I believe I do have it. Of course. <laughs> Did you see it in the theater in concert? No. You don't have the tickets. One thing I it? liked about him was I was always fascinated with black holes. By by black holes as a kid. I think partially because remember that movie The Black Hole. This is by, a statement. Uh, Walt e- Disney. Everyone has said at some point. I was really into black holes as a kid. What well, this, who says that out loud? One thing that really fascinated what me was What movie was holes. The Black Hole? Here are some movies matching Black Hole. Yeah, there is our 1979. Is that it? Maximilian Schell. Anthony Perkins. An intergalactic probe finds a mad space traveler using a ship and mechanized crew to investigate a black hole. All I remember was there's like there's some floaty little robot flying around that was part of the good guys. Walt Disney production, yeah, that's right. Well, I can tell you, Stephen Hawking did this series of lectures that someone went over and animated them into chalk descriptions on a chalkboard. We saw that on TV. 
well, on YouTube. Are you sure it wasn't? I don't think it was on TV. Well, but we saw it together, right? Yeah. Well, I watched it. You were probably in a black hole during it. And if anyone is daunted by, like, a Stephen Hawking lecture because it's just too crazy, you got to look for these um, chalk-illustrated lectures. I don't know if it's hand-drawn. I don't know if it's CG. But uh, it's, as he's talking, th this these illustrations in chalk are just kind of giving you the visual reference you need to put together everything he's saying. And the way he manages to describe everything, everything makes sense. No matter how smart you are or, you know, how fast you are with physics or anything like that, you just get it, just the way he's explaining it, and it really comes out in the chalk drawings. And uh, he'll, everything, black holes, um, you know, time travel, speed of light, you know, why can't we go faster than the speed of light? Um, you know, and it's all described with these chalk illustrations. I'll try to put it on uh, the link in our in our forums because everyone should check those out. And you get it. You under you as you're listening. You're like, man, I get theoretical physics, no problem. And then the next day, gone. You're dumb again. Gone instantly. <clears throat> but you can watch it again, and you'll be like, oh yeah, <clears throat> obviously. Yeah, it was because he has uh, different ways to analyze his theories so it makes sense like the speed of light you know he'll say well what about if you got a train going around the earth as fast as possible you know just about reaching the speed of light but it can't do it but then you had a guy inside the train running the length of it just to get you over the hump of the speed of light what would happen there's always forces to slow that person down so he doesn't crest the speed of light is what he theorizes time would actually slow down anyways you should you should go back and check those out i will because i did enjoy it when i did see it the first time well i don't know if you really did and there's about four of them i think they did i wish they did that to all of his shit because it was so uh enlightening yeah, I'll have to see if I can find his book and start reading it again when I'm done my <laughs> yeah, okay. when I'm done the Lord of the Rings that I'm on right now. I would love to just do the trivia on that. No, there's no need for trivia. I'm just reading it to, out of enjoyment. Well, it's like when my six-year-old is reading a book. She's reading out loud and getting through all the words and stuff, and I hear her say the words and everything, but what you really have to test them on is if anything is going in and registering, or is she just saying words out loud? That maybe, mm, as we've learned in the I, Lord of the Rings trivia and stuff like that, you're just like, oh, see, burp, 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 pages flying. I read that book. But what really went inside you? The entire story, except for when they sing those songs, because I just flipped those pages. I, I got no time for Dude, them singing songs. Lembus bread. I know what Lembus. You didn't get that. Dude, I hadn't read the books. That's in all over they ate. Eight years. For a billion pages. I'm just, at, well, I'm just at the part now in uh, the two <laughs> towers where they've come up to Sauron's tower at Isengard and uh, everything's been, uh, his orcish army's been destroyed and they're just, uh, King Theodrin's just about to find out uh, what actually happened there, how the, uh, the Ents, those walking trees, Mm -hmm. They're about to tell their story of how they walked on there and waged war against Sauron for him cutting down 
a lot of their uh, brethren in the forest. So I usually put about 30 pages in a night when I do read it while my wife is watching uh, The Young and the Restless. <clears throat> but speaking of which, Lord of the Rings, are we doing our uh, Lord of the Rings marathon at your place? Whereby you were going to take a turkey day and uh, I was going to take a vacation day maybe and we just start 8 in the morning at your place and or we could do it on day off. Mm, so I, it I doesn't get complicated. Spend probably time with the family. Or the kids, I mean. Well, it's the same time. And we won't have enough time anyway. It would be a day either way. It would be a day of time either way. So what difference well, is Well, I would <laughs> just take my time as if I was at work. So I'd have from like almost 12 hours to watch so you're, these movies. You're pretending you're at work, but I didn't you wouldn't that. be at work. Well, listen, I'm not going to be allowed to watch three Lord of the Rings movies back-to-back, -back, okay? I don't have uh, Kevin time. But you go and have your UFC nights. That's fine. That's like two hours, and it that's like not. from 10 p.m. till midnight. No, it's 7 until God knows when with all the bullshits. If you, watch, if you watch the bullshits. You do while you sleep. So, is it... Um, so, you do that. That's okay. You get away with that. It's different. Why is that different? It's different. Why is that di See, in your head, you have this thing that uh, you can't go forward to your wife with what might be considered nerdy or geeky things, like gaming or fantasy movies. But if you're a big, I'm Tough Joe saying I'm going to watch UFC, yo... That gets a pass because you think you're like more of a man because you're going to watch UFC. Is that mm, the thing? No. See, you just completely made this up now. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I, I follow your pattern of behavior uh. through the years. You just said you would never get away with watching three fantasy movies. Back to back to back, yes. But a night of UFC. It's not a gets night. A pass. It's after the kids go to bed. That's. You know, the wife is going to go to bed too or something. So it's like I got, there's no difference. I just be by myself. But I, again, it's at nighttime. It's not spending a full day watching. You're racist against uh, geek No, stuff. I'm pure. I love geek stuff. <clears throat> closeted. I think you're purely closeted geek stuff. Speaking of uh, your kids and retention, <laughs> what are they doing for why? Well, I, I love these segues. <laughs> Cue the music. Uh, what are they doing for March break? What have you guys been doing? Uh, we don't really do much. Uh, we don't have extraordinary you don't, things. You don't do much? Or are the kids wanting to do stuff, but you tell them no? Well, probably. They would want to go on a huge, uh, you know, trip to Paris or something. But, you know, we can't do that stuff. So... Uh, to me, growing up, March break was always just uh, a week you don't have to go to school, whereas a lot of other kids, it was a week where they went to Florida or they went on a big trip or all that stuff. We never did that growing up. So <sighs> to me, I don't make a big deal out of it. Oh, Although yeah. I try to give them their time to do stuff, like um, the littlest just had a bunch of gift cards, right, for yep. the toy store. So I made sure she had a day where we went shopping. And then... Uh, 
I also took the kids uh, to have some time. They love cats and stuff, but we can't have cats at the house, so I took them around to cat shelters and stuff to to have a little cat time. Why can't time. you have cats at the house? Well, the furniture forbades oh, it. Oh, yes. We had a cat, and a uh, good 18 years with that cat, and it's been nice not having a cat. Did it damage the furniture? That, you know, cats, they damage everything. No, our cat actually was uh, the front claws were declawed um, say what you will it was either declaw the cat or it was getting a bullet in the head because it was destroying everything and I think the cat was plenty happy being a house cat never going outdoors um, you know and nowadays if you mention that you're going to get your cat declawed they're going to throw you in jail nowadays it's just insane so well, my a brother, lot of vets don't even let you consider getting that done my brother brought a cat home. We got declawed as soon as we could. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's not going outdoors. Yeah, no, the activists say, oh, it's, it's it, psychologically it destroys the cat because they've lost their... But I'm like, well, either the cat gets rescued from this thing, from this shelter, and lives with me without claws, or it's getting put down. So what's better for it? What's the more humane thing? Don't listen to activists, man. There's a lot of crazies out there. So. And people are going to complain about anything, so. Yeah, there's uh, there, a lot of vets are refusing to do it now. And then if, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big deal. And, yeah, with the furniture, it's just, and, man, I'm finally not having hair everywhere in the house. Uh, litter box, you know, that whole thing. At one point, our old cat dumped an entire vase of water over all of my records. Like, the cats will destroy everything. I love I love cats. I like uh, hanging out with cats and petting them and cuddling with them and stuff. Mm. They just do their thing. And, like, they are they are pricks, right? They're born to be pricks. They'll, I like having the door closed when I'm sleeping during the day. Scratch at the door to get in. Door, 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 let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in, scratch, scratch, scratch. Get out of bed, let the thing in, close the door, get back into bed. The cat goes, meh, well, whatever. I want out, 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 let me out, scratch the door, let me out, let me out. You son of a bitch. Get the hell out of here. Why do you close your door? Well, I, like when we're sleeping during the day, you know? Yeah. Because we're working overnights. So the door's got to be closed. So sunlight's not coming in and all that jazz. So then you have to change your life. So, well, I can't close doors. Got to leave them crack because uh, stupid cats. <clears throat> My dog's the same way, but that's only because he wants to be. Once he comes in, he's not going to go out. But he'll do the old uh, scratch at the door kind of thing to, hey, time to let me in. No, I don't let the dog in. I trained her not to do that. Long time ago. Yeah, he just wants to sleep in the same room as us, so. Yeah, no. Sorry, dog. And definitely not getting up on my bed, because you're going to be uh, getting up and shaking and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't put him on that. the bed. He's got his he's got his own bed at the foot of the bed, so. Hear them getting up and shaking and rattling the collar and stuff. Well, we don't keep the collar on when he's in the house because of that reason. But, yeah, I know what you mean. He does the ear flap, and you can hear yeah. skin flapping. Yeah. Slapping, I should say. No, no dog in the bedroom. Well, that's cool. I'm going to be taking the kids to the movies on Friday. So, unfortunately, the only thing out to see is that Paddington 2 movie. But they enjoyed the first one, and I found it sort of humorous, so 
I like those British movies. Yeah, we're going to have something else going on on Friday or Saturday. I don't know what, but I'll, I'll think of something. Just to get them out and, you know, so they can have a little story to tell when they get back to school about what they did on the March break. But literally, when I was a kid, March break was just, well, you don't have to go to school. Yep, you're just happy not to be in school. That's all I remember. And this snow. Yeah, I think March. Coming. I think March break. Actually, I was still back then. I was. Uh, you're still able to, to like toboggan. Yeah, that's what I like. We still have snow, so I guess you could, in theory, go to a ski hill or something like that. But it, then they're rammed with people, so I hate that as well. Yeah. No, we would just do like the local. Find a park or find some steep hill and take your uh, GT snow racer down it. Yeah, our hill at the end of the street is crazy steep, and uh, we have an icy snow happening right now. And it would just be way too slick for the GTs. It'd be insane. Really? Yeah. It would be insane. Insane. But yeah, this snow keeps coming. I refuse to shovel the driveway because it's March. We've lost all our snow here. I'm just driving over it. And, I, you know... If you just do the drive over in January or something like that, that totally screws up your driveway for the whole winter. But uh, it's March. I refuse. I agree. Is your neighbor shoveling? Nope. Which is nice. We put up a big, uh, we're striking against winter at this yeah, point. It should be over by now. I was actually thinking the other day of, uh, can I take my snow tires off now? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. You probably get away with it down here. Oh, I hate my snow tires hate them you can get away with it for sure why don't you yes i don't know i'm just hesitant with uh because i know i'll get screwed over somehow if i do one thing i did get rid of though uh took my son's car seat out of the back of the car he's hit the weight allowment where he can now be sitting in a booster seat oh yeah but he hit that no. ages ago he just hit the weight no, but it's whatever comes first. Height, weight, or um, age. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I am freaking positive. Now, of course, they say uh, keep them in the, uh, you know, full restraints as long as possible. But legally, it's whatever comes first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just happy to get rid of that bloody car seat. So now I only got one car seat in the car and a booster seat. Oh, yeah, it's nothing better than that. They can do themselves up. Well, he could He could already do himself up as long as he wasn't wearing his snow pants because then it's just too much for him to mm. stretch the belt to do the clicking. But um, if he was just in normal clothes, yeah, no problem. He'd be, he snaps himself in. So I have to teach him how to do the uh, over-the-shoulder seat belt. Because you got to wrap it around or tuck it under the armrests of the booster seat. What? What? The booster seat has like armrests. Yeah. So the waist strap mm -hmm. goes under the armrest. Yeah. Cross your lap, other the other armrest, and then buckles into the yeah. seat buckle. That, doesn't go over the armrest. No, that just would happen. Not necessarily. That's natural. Not to someone who doesn't know what they're doing. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. The kid's like 12 years old. Let him, let him friggin' Don't worry grow. about this kid. Holy mackerel. There's no better, when they finally even graduate out of the booster seat, man, that's like, 
Yeah, I was like surprised to see how immaculate my uh, car seat actually still was underneath it. I thought all those years with the car seat, it'd be like indented or damaged or something. Yeah. How is it not dented? Uh, I, we bought... Um, Here we go. Uh, we, bought, we bought our way out of the dents, <laughs> folks. It's, <laughs> it's a padding that you put underneath the car seat that just somewhat stops it from digging itself into the car. Wow. Leather, good. good job. Or pleather, whatever you want to call it. Good. No, you have leather. Hmm. Well, yeah. yeah, the same leather I got on my couch. So, no, you have real leather in the You've car. You got real leather on your couch. <laughs> you have real leather in the car. They don't put fake leather in cars. How do you know? I know what Joe does. Joe buys top shelf, no matter what, even if it is a Mazda. What's wrong with Mazda? <laughs> <laughs> Sarka Sim. What? She made fun of my car the first time she saw it. Oh, yeah? Well. I thought he'd be driving a Mercedes because <laughs> she hears all the dumb shit coming out of your mouth and then believes it. Well, he did buy the most overpriced Mazda there is with all the options, so. Well, yeah, because like you, well, yeah. I would be spending... A lot no, of time driving around in it. You so don't spend near the amount of time in your car as I do. So no, but I'm still spending into it. 30 minutes commute one way. Really? Yeah. Really? So I wanted to drive in something that was enjoyable. Uh, only now it's not any enjoyable anymore, and I'm just waiting for it to die. Well, you could get a new one. No, I can't afford it. Well, don't get TVs. That's not going to help. That's not going to make a difference in the car payment. Yeah, that'll help. That's like two car payments. Two? Well, would have been on this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to not spend that much on the next one. <laughs> you know what I actually did on the days off this week? Or actually, I should say, as of the weekend, I... Uh, Started busting out the guitar again. No. Yep. I don't believe that for a second. I saw the dust on that thing. Teaching myself some uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, boy. So, and it feels good. I haven't, I've been in a funk lately. I don't know what it is. Maybe delayed winter blues or something, but don't give a shit about uh, video games or TFs or anything like that. Barely watching programs. Yeah, you're a moody son of a bitch. So, uh, I just figured I'd get back into stuff that I was doing before and really enjoyed, so. Are you, uh, Like I said, reading a lot more, actively spending time on the guitar. It's a lot easier now, because remember back in the day, you'd have, uh, like when I first got it, it was... You know, you'd be rewinding your cassette just to hear the song, and oh yeah, how do they play this part again? And trying to play along with the song, and you're always fast forward rewinding your cassette player. And now it's just like you pull that shit up on YouTube. By the way, Joe's first guitar was legit OG Gibson Les Paul. That's his beginner guitar. That was my second guitar, which I bought a year after my first one which was uh, some piece of shit, uh, $149 guitar or something. So one year later, 
you get like multi thousand dollar guitar because well that you're one ready for the stage. No, I just figured okay, I, I enjoy playing it. I'm going to get into it. Let's get something good. It's you have a pattern of uh, and that's top it. shelf. That's I'm, all but, I'm saying. All I'm saying. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I buy <laughs> with certain things. Yes, I'm going to buy top shelf because. I'm very particular with how I maintain my stuff, so it's not like it's going to be chewed up and destroyed, right? Mm. So I've had that. How long have I had that Gibson now? Over 20 years. Yeah, but it was in a shameful state of... Uh, what, dust? Yes. Uh, if I had a uh, legitimate you, oh, made I've in got, the USA Gibson I've got, Les Paul, yeah, it would be... I've got two guitars. How many guitars do you have? They're... They're all budget well, guitars. What difference does that make? No, it doesn't matter. How many guitars do you have? Doesn't matter. They're all, they're all like your first Wha- guitar. <laughs> Why are you so afraid? <laughs> because that no, it makes no difference. It's irrelevant. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. I can't afford multiple guitars. Not on your top shelf, t- top shelfery. Hashtag. I got one acoustic. I got the Gibson, and then my original guitar. Okay. I get that's what I let my kids play with. Whenever they see me playing, and they want to dick around with it, they play with what? My original one. Oh, which is what? I don't remember what it's called, man. That's a sh- piece of shit, Taylor. I call it. Sucks. I call it the POS guitar. Sh- yeah, those Taylors are no good. Whew. So anyway, I'm, I've, I've been. Do you uh, are you singing happier. at the same time? Yeah, but I've never been good at multitasking. I usually just enjoy just playing, but with this, yeah, I'm trying to teach myself to relearn how to play and sing. Yeah, something's got to click in your head to make it. Yeah, you know what my out. issue was. I've, I've always been like too critical, so it was to the point where. I just stopped trying to do both because I just wasn't happy with how it was and just focused on the singularity of just playing guitar. Well, who cares? But now I'm just like, fuck it. Who gives a shit? I'm not getting paid for this. Let's just have fun. Well, you're never really going to hear yourself properly coming back. No. While you're doing it. So just let it go. Yeah, I'm just doing it to have fun. Give it a go. And I'm having fun with it. You know, just playing the guitar part kind of needs the singing part to tie it together more, to have more fun, I find. You know, because then in your head you're just imagining what the melody of the vocals are. Why not just put the vocals out? What I really want to do is pick up a harmonica. Harmonica? And uh, shoulder strap for it. Mm. Neck strap. Holster. Neck holster, I said. Yeah. And uh, that's what I think would be really fun is to... Do a little bit of acoustic and harmonica action at the same time. Yeah, I would. If I could pull that off, I think I'd be happy. I would love to see you try that. Oh, it'd be a mess. But <laughs> if like I, I bring said, you all that stuff, will you try no. it in front of me? Nope. Like I said, I'm just doing it for myself. Yeah, and but I'm if I'm having fun, I will supply you all that stuff. I'm not putting my lips on a harmonica from someone else. Why don't you just make out with me? <laughs> I'll give you one I haven't used in forever. That doesn't matter. <laughs> the problem with harmonica is it's great and everything, but after... They don't last. Yeah, they, they don't last. And you got to spend like 30 or 40 bucks a harmonica to get a halfway decent one. 
and uh, you know you're blown away and it sounds amazing for the first day or whatever you're doing it but soon one of the reeds will just go a little bit and that whole harmonica is garbage and you can try and work around it. I just won't work on that side of the do harmonica. Do they have uh, reed replacements, or is it just not worth it? No, you can't. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. And then, like other, like Neil Young, we watched that concert where he's dipping it in the water yep. first, which will really he's make... Like, oh, this is fucked now. Yeah, it'll make bending the reeds sound really good, but it'll screw your reeds after that use. That's, a, you know, like... Uh, uh, Popper and them, they'll just throw the harmonicas to the crowd afterwards because, man, no good. I remember I saw a blues traveler in a concert <sighs> at Exhibition Stadium when they. Yeah, okay. It was blues traveler, uh, Pearl Jam, and then Neil Young. Oh, yeah, and Janis Joplin and the Doors right after that. No, sorry. Blues traveler, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and then Neil Young at Exhibition Stadium. And I don't know who the hell Blues Traveler was, but like all concerts, I'm there for the opening act, or whoever's on the bill, I'm there at the start because I'm thinking, I paid for this shit. I want to yeah. hear everything. It boggles my mind that people aren't there for I don't know acts. who Blues Traveler was. That guy just freaking wailed on that harmonica, and he was doing, you know, essentially guitar solos on the harmonica style, right? And... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's ever got the credit he deserves. For oh, being. well, he does in the jam band community, but regular people only know that one tune that hit for them. Yeah, I didn't even really care for that tune. Man, if you, yeah, no. If you can, I have a live album of theirs that every time it comes around on the random, it blows my mind away, no matter whatever track. And sometimes his harmonica, you can't tell, is that the lead guitarist or is that the harmonica at this point? Because they... He puts some reverb in there, too. Mm. And his the rest of the band is just as tight. Like, it's not just him. The rest of the band are just as good. So if you like any kind of jam band stuff, look up uh, those boys for sure. But that was my first experience to Blues Traveler. That's what... Yeah, this apparent epic concert you went to. Well, I just Almost I really went, ju I really went to just to true. see Neil Young because that's who all I really cared about. And then, you know... Soundgarden in the early days. Hmm. So there's sorted. a way to fact check this. I'm gonna have to remember I can that just, line up. I'll just pull the fucking ticket out. <laughs> well, I've asked to see your tickets before, and that's never happened. Well, because the majority of my shows you would make fun of. So <laughs> okay, yeah, right. But back then, I was seeing. You know, I wasn't into like heavy shit like Soundgarden or, uh, you know. Stuff like that. I was into more of the popular what? radio playing kind of garbage. Britney Spears? She wasn't around then. I don't know what you're talking about. Some guy's oh, like not Brian heavy. Adams and shit. Oh. <laughs> See? <laughs> Chicago. Corey Hart. Those sunglasses were on at night, man. Police. The one concert I remember, um, it got canceled and I never got a chance to see them. And I had tickets for it was uh, Canada's Wonderland, uh, Deep Purple was was uh, sent to play and we had tickets and everything and for some reason the concert got canceled and we never got, I think we just got our money back. Mm. So that would have been cool to see. There was some big shows that hit Canada's Wonderland that I missed out on. I think even Grateful Dead played there once. 
and uh, I don't know, it was so hard to find out what bands were playing where that by the time you found out it was too late. How, how did you, how were you always on the pulse of getting tickets? Because back in the day, you had to like listen to the radio and the radio guy, guy say, oh, just announce this band will be here. Tickets are on sale you this know what? day. I think, yeah, I think it was either radio or newspaper. I was always combing. I wasn't even combing it. I have friends who would say, like, hey, we're going to go see blah, blah, blah. Okay. Because what else was there to do? You'd spend, like, especially for, like, the Canada's Wonderland stuff, you spend the day at Wonderland, dicking around, and then you stay for the concert that night. So it was a full-day event. I'm just trying to figure out how you got all these tickets. It, I found it very difficult. You had to be And on back it. then, too, you'd be calling Ticketmaster on the phone. Yeah, or you had, you know... You'd go to a Ticketmaster outlet somewhere and wait in yeah. some stupid line. Yeah, for, we went to, uh, for us, it would have been Sunrise Records that we'd go to at the mall. Either yeah. line, line up there, Sunrise. They got into it a little bit later, though. Like Before, there used to be Ticketmaster like offices, wasn't there? Well, like they would have a storefront or something. Not like, I don't think I ever went to a storefront for that. I remember it was either record stores or... I'd be calling on the phone, one of those things, right? And then speaking to someone, hey, all right, we need some, can you get us better seats here? Or what do you got for four people or two people? And you had a, you had a credit card at this time. I must have. This was like early high school for you. You had a credit card. Whenever I could have got a credit card, I, I stupidly got a credit card. And you had like transportation to get to these places all the time. Kansas Wonderland out of town for you. So, what was that? No, about? Wonderland was uh, someone was driving. It wasn't me though. Your driver, personal driver, chauffeur. Was there? Was it Jeeves? Was he with the family then? I know if there's a concert downtown, we would have taken the go train for sure. Yeah, and then what? I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, yeah, uh, I'm for, trying to figure for it Wonderland, out too. How do we get there? Someone would would have drove. Maybe we've found the hole in the story i'll bust out my i'll have to do a hey speaking I, of I all have to this do a photo shoot there actually appreciate the concert tickets speaking of all yeah do a video for christ's sakes how about that no, i'm fucking done how with about that do shit. a video no i'm done with that we'll go through your ticket stubs in a video and we could superimpose images from the shows no, and all that i'm done with that stuff yeah right that's part of my new uh, purge i'm doing no Anyways. Purging uh, the games, purging these videos. Okay. You are so moody. Can you get back on a regular medication so it's steady and even? All this music, man, that reminded me we watched, uh, well, I watched, you might have checked in on it, on HBO. Was it HBO? Had that Rolling Stone magazine documentary, which was freaking well, amazing. You put it up loud enough, so I had to <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> it was so well done. Like, yeah, I, I'm a big Rolling Stone magazine fan, um, even though, you know, they've had, there's a lot of hits against Rolling Stone mag, like certainly how they've kept Rush out of uh, the limelight for so long. However, you know, the editor-in-chief, uh, the founder, Jan Wenner, always a huge Dylan fan, and uh, he mandated his people, you give... Any Bob album, it's five stars no matter what. You don't even listen to it. You put five stars first, and then you can write about it after that. And uh, other founding members, of course, were all huge Bob fans. Grell Marcus and 
those kind of people. So love Rolling Stone going back. Read the books on Rolling Stone in the past. Uh, I know some of the behind-the-scenes behind stuff. So it was cool to see a documentary and see some of this come out visually. But the story was told more through the events that Rolling Stone was there to cover as it shaped the opening years, the history of Rolling Stone magazine. So it wasn't so much about, uh, you know, the writers and the editors and all that. It was more about the events they covered and all of the music licenses in this documentary just blew me away. They had license for everything. They had Zeppelin, Beatles, Stones, Bob. Uh, well, I'm not surprised. I think they had they've built up enough of a rapport that I don't think they were going to be like screwed over by these companies. It still costs money. Like all a lot of these documentaries, uh, music ones. That's where they struggle is getting the music into the documentary. Maybe they didn't have to pay that much, or some of it was just given for free out of what Rolling Stone has done for those specific artists over the years, right? Well, uh, pro yeah. yeah it came can, down to they had money. It's like, yeah. yeah, you can use one or two of our songs. Go ahead. Or some video footage from, you know, a past concert kind of thing. I like that. I, I especially perked up when they did the Bruce Springsteen uh, <laughs> little section there. Rolling Stone love Bruce Springsteen because they just saw him as the next Bob Dylan. So they saw that as a continuation of that kind of music. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, but they were showing the story, you know, the Patty Hearst thing and uh, uh, what else? What other major thing? Of course, the whole thing closed on the shooting of John Lennon. And oh, yeah. that's where the documentary ended, which I thought was really great spot to end it. But they, you know, did the punk scene and all that. Yeah. It was weird. When we went to uh, New York, our little buggy ride thing took us over to the part where Lennon was shot and then uh, to the little section in Central Park there where it's like a little memorial to him in the ground. Mm -hmm. There's like a whatever it is, plaque in the ground that people come to stand by and remember him by. Yeah, like I had no idea. That, of course, they're talking to Andy Leibowitz, famous photographer, she took all those crazy photos. Uh, like that photo of Yoko laying on the floor, fully dressed, and John is like fetal position, cuddling right up to her. Yep. That was like shot just hours before he was eventually shot. Yeah, I never knew that either. And seeing... Uh, she is with Yann Wenner looking at the photos, trying to talk about that day, and they're still, like, visibly shaken by that loss. And you can imagine, like, knowing John Lennon all through those years, and then you would even, you know, it'd be that much heavier on you knowing the loss that the world has by losing that kind of person that early in life. I remember one interview from the book I read with... Uh, Yan Wenner, he was talking about he was driving around New York City and he had Dylan and John Lennon in the back and they were all plastered. And he's like, oh my God, what, how ridiculous is this? How stupid am I that I am this plastered driving these two people around New York? What if we, you know, I got into an accident and killed these two right here? Like, how stupid is that? Like, he knew the reverence of the people he had like that long ago that that was before they hit it big so anyways I, what was it called rolling stones rolling stone do you remember what the subtitle was anyways it's an hbo doc 
Rolling Stone through the years or something. Oh boy. What's the name of the Rolling Stone special on HBO? I'm afraid I can't do that in your region. What? In my region? <laughs> the Rolling Stone documentary, not special. They're going to think What's concert. the name of the Rolling Stone documentary on HBO right now? That's beyond my abilities in your region. <laughs> Can you try your phone? Mm. This is ridiculous, Siri. I'd... Okay, Google. What's the name of the Rolling Stone magazine documentary on HBO? Thinking. Thinking hard on this one. Hello? Yeah, it's still thinking. It's like, what? <laughs> Does my Google have a microphone? Yeah, it should. It's still thinking. You broke it. Yeah. My Google does not have a microphone on this thing. Do I have to have a special app for okay, that? Okay, Dad. It doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, it's not doing it. Hold on. Let me see. I got it. Come on, Google. It's still thinking. Here it is. What's the name of the Rolling Stone documentary on HBO right now? It just showed you. Uh, Rolling Stone stories from the edge. Boom. And talk about the music licensing. You remember like Led Zeppelin music? No one could get Led Zeppelin mm -hmm. music in their movies. They were so yeah. You know, almost famous. Cameron Crowe had to fight. You know, to, and uh, what was the Jack Black movie? The School of Rock. They they like sent a personal video to Jimmy Page saying, "This is where we want your music." Thor Ragnarok I just watched. Led Zeppelin music in it. There's like well, Zeppelin music yeah, in well, commercials Yeah, times are different now, now though, man. They're, everybody's just like, either people just don't care anymore. Uh, maybe the sales are down, so they're like, fuck, let's, sell, here, let's bring some more money in. Let's just sell our music to whoever wants it. Yeah, I don't mind it. So because either. it, well, also that, that, uh, that stereotype or stigma of, of selling out to the man kind of thing, right? Yeah, that's is, gone. That's long gone. That's gone. You're allowed. Uh, yeah, like Bob has sold lingerie before with his music. Yeah. Now he's selling trucks. Who gives a shit? It's fine. They need to make some money. Anyways, yeah, I watched Thor Ragnarok. A little. What do you think about that? Did you watch that yet? Uh, nope, not yet. Nope. I, I'm behind on my Marvel movies because I still haven't seen Civil War. I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Well, Was that you, before Civil War? After. Okay, I haven't seen Civil War. You should have watched that before Homecoming. I saw Homecoming, and that was a piece of shit. Oh, no, it was um, fine. That was fine. What was Just piece? because it was Spider-Man doesn't mean you have to say it was fine. Obviously, I wasn't a big fan of those other ones. Those middle Listen. With this fucking super suit that has a million yeah, different web combinations in there, and then yeah. Tony Stark has to appear. It was just too much. It was just, it, it should have been more simplified. And uh, I, mean, I agree. Like you talk about suspending your disbelief. Well, I say that, but there was a lot of material in that movie that you really had to stretch the old. 
imagination of possibilities to to make it even watchable yeah don't worry we talked about it before people can go back and listen to episode 100 and (laughs) but i'll give you a quick uh my recommendation on thor ragnarok obviously i recommend it it's really uh a different tone i felt in the thor franchise but it just uh it complements well the rest of the marvel movies and it's more like a comedy there is so and i know it's gonna be dark hey dark it's entertaining this is actually entertaining you could sit there and you could be right tired and you will stay awake through this whole thing it's just plain good old entertainment is this the latest was this the next thor movie that came out after that piece of crap second one with the dark elves or whoever it was you know thor number two that was that was like with the dark elf movie right the dark elf yeah it wasn't one where all the worlds were synchronizing up and yeah with, that, or with the dark elf guy i don't remember dark elves dark you're, elves you're probably sleeping <laughs> the, those first two thors are hard to remember no, the what first happened. one was okay the second one got stupid again I can't stand this Natalie Portman character in the movies. Well, don't worry about her. I hope she gets killed. The the opening... Oh, you know what else I saw? I'm talking about Thor, for Christ's sakes. Sorry. People want to hear my thoughts. They just said it was good. I'm telling you, like, even the opening scene where he's doing all... He's fighting someone immediately, and uh, his hammer shit is is just like the old cartoons, and it's just like that DS game I played last year, you know? Remember that Thor game on the DS that everyone loves? played it last year hmm. it's like the guys the director played that game and put those actions right in the scene like with the with the hammer stuff and his combos he was doing it was it was great and then the rest of the movie just injects his humor to make the whole thing super entertaining and i mean it had a huge story this could have been a six episode netflix show six to ten episodes it was a huge story they could have spent so much time fleshing all the acts out but they all put it together in a neat little package tons of humor entertaining until netflix sponsors stc pod can we stop saying netflix i'm just saying it's entertaining because we don't get that a lot in mean, movies are dark and yeah dark and brooding and serious sense and give me a break and all this it's entertaining why do you gotta pander to dummies this and little entertaining. kids doesn't have to be it's not pandering to, kids to, to dummies and, and little dummies kids. in there who need uh it's like the people who watch mma and unless it's like a brutal knockout. I'm not entertained, and this is boring because I can't appreciate that's you the intricacies of the fights. And you sleep through the entire fight until the replay. I appreciate everything when they're rolling around on the mats oh. and doing the different techniques and, and transitions from one move to another. You, oh my god! Anyway, someone should watch you watching MMAs. That's a shitty analogy. It's not for dummies. This is entertaining. It's entertaining like a musical. You know, Singing in the Rain is entertaining. You don't like musicals either. I don't like musicals, but I like Singing in the Rain. Because it was entertaining. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was all about entertaining the eyeballs in the seats. Well, my seat is sore right now because we've been talking for 114. Oh. So uh, before we get any more fandanguish into this podcast, I say we wrap this one up. Yeah, man. I got a lot of notes in the B column. And only a couple in the A column. 
So I think we're good. That's bad. This is how you do a podcast. Oh, that's oh, that's good. So you can find Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out on Twitter at AC Decepticon. And don't forget to check out our store on Amazon. Go to stcpod.com. If you guys buy shit on Amazon, buy it off the website. We get a throwback of a couple pennies, which we put towards the podcast. And please check out our YouTube channel, Start to Continue. That's growing at a little it's rate. what? Grow, growing. Good, good, growing? Yep. Check that. Always new stuff happening on there. That's it, bro. Signing right. off. That's how you do a podcast. That's it. Post and post it.